I would hope that the people that I do help would want to wear that watching me wear it. Green for sure has something. I've, I I feel like when you wear green, people stop in their tracks and like, wow, that's a nice color. I mean, show them off. Like, you know, why not? You know, I mean, yeah. if anything, you're like pleasing yourself and that's the most important thing. You have to love yourself. But, you know, you can wear a crop top if you are clever enough and you wear high-waisted trousers or high-waisted shorts or a skirt and then you can wear your crop top and nothing's on show. Hi, I'm Laure Sejean, a former HR director turned into a pro makeup artist and a beauty editor. In this podcast, I want to share another way of looking at beauty from the outside and from the inside, from people who create beauty trends to people who help us feel better within our body, from sharing my experience with some beauty products to digging into new ingredients. Welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. Okay. So today I'm with Irene Finney. Um, again, you know, I'm going to say that for all my episodes that I'm recording and where I'm having like an amazing guest, but I'm super excited to have you on my podcast. Um, we are going to talk about beauty, but from a fashion point of view. Uh, Irene is this, uh, I mean, If you're going on her Instagram page, uh, and we're going to share that you know, later on, but she has so much, like the, the reels, the video that uh, she's doing on fashion, uh, I laugh at each of them. So to go straight to the point, you might have understand or understood that uh, Irene is into fashion. Um, I'm going to give like some kind of definition of how I would describe her, but maybe then she's going to be like the best uh, <laughs> to do this like herself. But I consider her as a fashionista, a stylist, a content creator. Um, I would say as well, uh, can we say like a comedian oh as well? Because <laughs> I would say I'm more not normal. <laughs> Um, so, but most of all, um, and the reason why I wanted to have, uh, Erin on, uh, on my podcast is because she is sharing, uh, with her audience, um, another way of thinking of fashion. And, uh, and it's not because you're into your forties that you cannot have fun with what you're wearing. Uh, you are not, um, You, you can be like, you can think outside the box about what you're going to wear. You can wear like colorful things. Basically, you can wear what you want. Yes. So, Irene, <laughs> that was just a short <laughs> introduction. But maybe oh. you can tell us, you know, how, how would you describe yourself? Oh, my God. Or what oh. do you do, your background? We, know, we want to know everything. Oh, thank you, Laurie, for that amazing description. And hello to everybody. This is very exciting. This is actually my first podcast like my first um, guest appearance on a podcast. Amazing. So I'm delighted to be here. I'm thrilled. I'm like thinking I'm on the radio <laughs> with my little earphones. So yeah, thank you for having me. Um, no, I mean, gosh, thank you. I would say, yeah, I've always loved fashion and clothes from a very young age. I always used to love matching my accessories and my clothes. So that was kind of something naturally in me, I think. Um, I Do you want me to give a brief introduction of... Me, yes, from you, how, yeah. who I am, how yes. did I get yes. to where I am? Okay. Um, basically, I, um, I never started, I never actually set out to be a stylist or anything. I, I came to Dubai, I'm actually in Dubai altogether now about 18 years. Mm. So yeah, a long time. Um, I came first in 2003 with Emirates. So I joined uh, Emirates as cabin crew. And I, I forgot this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I was living the life like I was in my 20s. I was like, this is great, you know, flying the world, meeting all these amazing people. Um, what else? Yeah, just on your days off, just like living it up with all the amazing nightlife in Dubai. And back in 2003, it was very different to what it is now. So Yeah, I mean, it, they, they were amazing days for me. I saw the world. I learned so much. And then I left in 2005 and I went back to Ireland to do a degree. So I'd never 
when I was in school and I'd go on, I went on to do a diploma, but I never actually went on to do my degree. So I felt like there was something missing. I felt like I needed a degree. I didn't know there was something in me. I wasn't happy until I had my degree. So I went back and did a Bachelor of Arts degree and I specialized or I got my degree in uh, my 2-1 in geography, sociology and politics. Like who would know I had a degree in politics? <laughs> I mean, me and politics are so far removed. So yeah, so I got my degree and then that was 2008. So I left Dubai for three years. Um, I always think I always like think of it as like a, a few gap years leaving Dubai and then I came back. So yeah, 2008, the Celtic tiger, tiger in Ireland died basically. So a massive recession hit the country. And I really didn't want to go on and do a master's and all that kind of stuff. That was another two years of studying. So I decided I'd come back to Dubai because I knew I'd get my job back in Emirates. And yeah, I came back as a rejoiner to Emirates and I never left again. (laughs) That was me. So um, I came back, I was on the 380 um, and I did that and I moved up the ranks within Emirates. Then I became uh, grade one again, then on to first class and um, I, I almost went for my senior, but then at that stage I was, I was getting married and I got married and then I knew I was going to have kids. So I felt pregnant with my first, my daughter and, um, I left Emirates then and that was my flying career over. When when was it? 2013. Okay. Yeah, 2013. So I had Molly, my daughter, and then I knew I'd never go back flying. So that was it. And then I enjoyed just being a mum for a while um, until I got bored. <laughs> As in like bored of like, okay, I just want something else now. I don't want to just be a mum full time. I want an, something else. And because um, I'm that type of person, I just, you know, um, and then I, in that, in, in that time, I felt pregnant with my son. And um, when I was pregnant with him, I decided, right, he's going to come along. I'm going to have two kids, quite young in age um, and quite close in age. What am I going to do? Like for me, you know, I need to start planning, making a plan here. So I, um, before I had him, I started a blog, a fashion blog, because there was my, my fashion, I felt I needed to get it out. I, I, ha- I had an itching and a burning desire to um, just to talk about fashion and show my fashion, you know. So I started a WordPress blog by myself, learned how to do it on YouTube and um, loved it. Absolutely loved my blog. I used to take pictures and um, put them up, then talk about the outfits. I used to like, I remember this is before Instagram and everything, you know, I used to go into the body shop and buy loads of products and then review them just myself. So I was like genuine reviewer. I wasn't gifted anything. I was buying everything <laughs> and just reviewing it. Like, honestly, I, it's probably the most authentic yeah. piece of, you know, or the, a blog. So um, I loved it. Like, I loved doing that. I had my own piece of life on the internet, my own little bubble. And I was, I, I was so happy with it. Then I had my son and, you know, life was busy. And then, then I had, um, I always had, had Instagram, but it was always private. I never had a public Instagram. And then I was like, oh, you actually need followers. Okay. (laughs) I thought it was like Facebook. It's like, what? you know, I'm not going to accept, you know, Joe Blogs onto my Instagram. I don't even know who he is. So I decided to, so then I made my Instagram private. And then I suppose blogs started to die out a bit. No one was really writing the blog anymore. Very few were. And I think that's where Instagram took over. And everything, people were writing mini blogs as captions. And then that's how that all started. So, um, and then I just, my Instagram just grew and I did the same thing as I was doing on my blog, on my Instagram. I was taking pictures, writing my outfits, going, you know, uh, writing my products. And yeah, and it, I suppose it's like everything, it just grew and grew as time organically. And um, then I started a YouTube for a bit of fun that was more lifestyle and a bit of fashion. And just kind of like tapping into different things um but yeah no the fashion has always been my number one thing and just having fun with it and then I started doing a bit of work for brands 
in Dubai, like Marks and Spencers and then writing for magazines like, uh, do you remember Sassy Mama? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. that was like a long time long ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Um, I was writing uh, with them for a while, wow. writing fashion. Then I wrote with the Gaggler. Do you know the Gaggler? Yes. They're still going. Yes. Yeah, they're still yeah, yeah. here. And now I'm writing for two different magazines now here. So uh, Ramona and The Ethicalist. So um, that's kind of always been there, the writing part of things. And I think that's why I really enjoyed that because I love my blog. So and then the styling um, just developed as I got more confident, even myself. And um, I worked then I, as a stylist for Wear That, which I did for quite a while. And um, I'm still kind of involved with the company, too, because I love them. They're such a fun, innovative company. Um, and I might go back to the styling there. I yeah. kind of dip in and dip out. I but, love um, I love Wear That. Yeah, it's, it's such a great idea. Yeah. So if people you don't know uh, where that, it's um, the concept is you're receiving on a monthly basis a box mm -hmm. uh, based on either the outfit or like the the mood that you would like to get as an yeah. outfit or like any um, new item that they would have and suggest you yeah. and um, they would help you as well with how to style yeah. those items and clothes and everything mm -hmm. and um, I've ha I have like a stylist at uh, Wear That yeah. so I used them like a few times and she was absolutely like so nice I know they're amazing yeah it's a great service yeah. especially for people who are quite unsure and I don't like to go out to the shops and you know try they like to be in their own homes and it's it's a great you know it's it's a it's something great to look forward to you're receiving this lovely big pink box and it smells beautiful and you open yes. it up and it's like oh my god it's Christmas exactly. it's like this big big pink box of clothes so yeah um so I've really enjoyed being a part of that team and still kind of a part of it and just uh, learning about new brands with them and yeah so it's um and I just kind of now I do I don't do personal styling as much now myself but like I work for brands and you know putting outfits together for content um which I'm really enjoying um just coming up with ideas in how to execute like a real to show the clothes off in the best way like I'm loving all doing all that kind of stuff at the moment and I and then I suppose things like that I suppose I'm known for I mean I never set out to be funny like I, I just um the, the Zara the whole Zara thing was actually a dare yeah and um, a couple of uh, girls we have a whatsapp group and so, explain a bit like what is this Zara okay. thing it's more like a, a Zara tech piece so basically everyone knows that the Zara website can be yeah. very hard to navigate around and it can just be wild like you're you're looking at the at the um the items of clothing and the model is like uh, she's like obviously like she's kind of obscure in the way she's standing or sitting and she's she's kind of like she might be holding a banana and like you know she's like sitting on a squash banana it's just a bit weird it's kind of like what are the creative directors on you know so so um I think I think you know he knew that you would take it you know and you know you would do something after yeah. this is <laughs> so that's so that's what happened I don't know what happened it was actually during COVID or lockdown and I think maybe I just went a bit mad I don't know I, I was on a WhatsApp group and someone posted the picture of one of the Zara um you know pictures from the website and something like that I bet I could recreate that or something and then they're like dare you dare you Irene do it and I did it that was it and I was like oh and then I did another one and then I did another one and then everyone's like oh my god these are so funny please keep them going and I was like oh god what have I created and I was like what do I call it Zara model challenge or you know there there is a thing Zara model challenge it, it is a thing like it's like challenging the the models on how they look and dress and everything so um I met another friend out I don't know where I was and she said to me Irene I love the way you take the piss out of Zara and I was like oh like light bulb moments this is it Like, oh my God, you just gave me the best idea. Hashtag Zara Pistake. Brilliant. <laughs> and if she's listened to this, she'll know who she is. Um, so yeah, and that was it. And then it's kind of like, I was kind of like, oh my God, are people sick of this now? I can't be doing it every week. They're like, is this all this girl has? Like, you know, and um, <laughs> there's only so much you can start like, you know, before people start getting tired, maybe. So kind of now we've kind of done it. I do it every two weeks and then I kind of come back and 
here you go. Here's one, another one. Here's one I met earlier. But um, I have another one coming this week, actually. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, but uh, maybe I should start doing it more regularly. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what um, uh, surprised me like every time is um, obviously you recreate, you know, what Zara uh, like the, the mood of Zara, like the picture, the yeah. model, the, the, the clothes and everything. But it's not necessarily with the same clothes, like with the Zara clothes. It's probably something that you have in a closet. Yeah, I kind of think like, what do I have that as, is as close as I can get to this? But I, I do have another thing. I do, I do order from a certain clothes retailer. Okay. <laughs> and I send the clothes back then. So. <laughs> So we won't say the name. Yeah, we won't say the name. We don't say the but name. But I just use them for like five minutes and I send them back. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> I'm letting out all my secrets now. <laughs> I know. This is... Are you going to keep this in? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not doing any editing. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, because sometimes I mightn't have a neon pair of socks, a neon pair of pink socks yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that was uh, one of the, I can't remember if it was like for Gucci or for Prada. You had those uh, pair of socks with the heart. Like oh, I have like them. Pink. Yes, I love okay, them. And I was like, they're from Primark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're not Gucci. They're from Primark. Okay. So that's uh, really yours. Yeah. I do have a lot of stuff in fairness. Like I do have a lot of stuff that I've collected out over the years that I love. But like with the Zara thing, if I, if I like the actual item and it's looks it looks like hilarious I'll buy it anyway mm. and I'll you know it's like oh I, I love it I'll wear that anyway so um yeah no it's um it is fun I love the creative aspect of it I think yeah. that's what I just love being creative online I love putting ideas together and I love 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 editing like I have I just love editing it makes it actually relaxes me Editing, you mean like your own video? Yeah. yeah, and if I do editing for brands or for work, um, I actually love editing. This, I mean, I'm editing as well, probably not as much as I would like because it takes so much of you know yeah. the time. So yeah, but I find it like quite relaxing. Very, you I know, it's just it's... like okay. So what is the angle that I'm yeah. going to take like this time? What do I want to show? It's like a project, and I love. Exactly, yeah. I feel very satisfied. Once, you know, I've captured it all and I edit it and I add the music and I add the little gifs and the little text, whatever. And then it, it, the finished produce, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I did. I made that. I, I like it. Yeah. I, I, you know, kudos to me. So, yeah, no, I love the whole process of editing and everything. And I all like my my actual day job, day job, I work for a school um, in Dubai in marketing and social mm. media. So I do a lot of editing on a daily basis for videos and everything. So I'm kind of used to it. I'm kind of fast now, which is super handy. But what, yeah. Can I ask you what app are you using to edit? So I use a, a couple depending on what I need to do. Okay. So um, at the moment, I'm loving CapCut. Okay. Um, I love CapCut. I feel like it has everything I need as an editing tool. And I'm loving um, InShot. InShot and CapCut, I would say, are two are two great ones. But I also love Splice. But Splice, uh, CapCut has the edge over Splice. Um, Splice is very easy to use. It's very usable. But um, the other two are better. And then um, they're the main ones I would use, really, for... Um, yeah, for editing everything. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm using InShot. Yeah, InShot is great. InShot is great for cutouts and making stickers. Uh, that's better than CapCut actually. So yeah, yeah, I I love learning about different apps. Like I love apps. <laughs> I don't I don't know this uh, sticker part of uh, yeah. InShot. I know. I'll I'm doing to, something I'll like super simple when I'm editing. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> it's it's easy. Yeah, it's cool once you kind of get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what does uh, fashion bring you? Um, it brings me joy as in it brings me in a sense of individuality and a sense of confidence because I feel like I, I know this is like a corny thing and it's such a like a, a saying if you if you um, what's the saying oh my god I forget it now if you look good then you feel good and then if you feel good then you look good yeah so those two things are intertwined so if you are put on something and you feel, oh my God, I love how this looks on me. Like I actually feel great in this. Guarantee you are confident for the rest of the day. You are a million dollars. You're like, nobody could stop me. Here I am world. Look at me. You know, I just feel like clothes are such an armor for making you feel good about yourself. Um, and I love that about clothes. Um, 
and fashion, you know, and I, I love that you can be whoever you want to be with fashion. You know, if there's some days you feel a bit like, oh, I just want to wear black clothes. I just want to wear black clothes and I feel a bit like, Ugh. and there's other days you want to wear color and you're bright and, you know, I'll just wear color. I just love the different moods it can give you. Um, and yeah, no, it's just, and it's always evolving, you know, it's, and I love how things come back in fashion. And then I love now how the whole sustainability and ethical approach is coming on online now and how every, you know, every brands are, act, they're all actually in competition with each other, trying to produce the more, more ethical stuff, which is great to see, you know? So yeah, no, I, I love it. I, I don't think I'd ever be bored of fashion and shopping and clothes ever. <laughs> Do you have your own clientele? clientele or like meaning like uh, people that you're styling and you're helping finding their own style in yeah the thing is though with me though I'm quite like I can be quirky and I can be a little bit out there and I might wear stuff that people mightn't wear but that's just me because I feel like I have the confidence to do that because I that's what clothes do for me so maybe some people who are a bit more shyer or they might or mightn't be as confident, might think then they could never pull that off or they could never wear that. Um, and I would hope that the people that I do help would want to wear that watching me wear it. But um, I don't have a set clientele. Like in uh, when I was wear that, it was um, it was actually probably a lot of mums with kids because you know and then you're, you're trying to hide the mum tum or we all have those issues you're like you put on a bit of weight even with covid we all put on weight so um there was a lot of that and a lot of trying to find stuff to conceal the bum or the the, the tum or you know that kind of a thing so yeah probably those clients over gen z <laughs> I'm probably probably too old for gen z <laughs> You, ne you never know because uh, honestly true. speaking like you know when I'm looking at what I have in my wardrobe <laughs> I did a bit of editing so lately mm -hmm. I've been quite obsessed with home edit and uh, oh, yes. and I wanted to edit my my closet wardrobe yeah um, um, my skincare makeup yeah. uh, shelf and everything so I did that a few weeks ago and I still haven't finished to be honest but I've realized that I'm wearing so much white Like, oh. I have a lot of white. But that's, and, I love white. That's nice. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I feel like, you know, and um, um, I'm not uh, experiencing enough, you know, like with Color. colors. And lately, I can't remember, like a few, last week or a couple of weeks ago, I was wearing more like pink. Uh, I can't remember for which event it was. Um, but I went to an event and basically the theme was like pink. Pink okay. club. So I, I wore like a pink dress. And then I was like, well, actually, you know, it suits me. Yeah, it does. You're wearing pink now and it's gorgeous on you. Yeah, because then Absolutely. the next day I went to Zara and I bought a pink Brilliant. Stuff. But that's amazing. That's, you see how you felt good and you're like, I can actually wear this. And mm. you went off and bought something for yourself in pink. Exactly. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's good to experiment actually with colors. And I love white. Mm. I, I think I white is just fresh and clean. And I feel like for me, with my coloring, my pale coloring even, I look good in white because it brings up, you know, it can kind of like highlight your skin tone yeah. and like make it a bit more brighter or something. But so, you yeah. look quite tan, to be honest. Oh, it's fake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear a fake tan. No, no. Oh, me and the sun don't get on. No. Do not get on. <laughs> Irish skin, pale, freckles. No, it's just out of a bottle. <laughs> the bed sheets are ruined. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay you have a nice stand yeah yeah exactly yeah just just forever scrubbing myself yeah are there any colors that are bringing or can help to get a certain mood maybe with mm. your experience now maybe yeah. like for you um well do you know what i i love green like i love green like i and i feel like green has this massive surge of like everyone is just wearing green at the moment. I know, I mean, the, it's the, we, I think we're just over the Jubilee weekend and even the, the queen came out last night in this amazing green outfit. But I think different shades of green, there's something about green. I don't know, that just suits everyone. If you're red hair, green is amazing on you. Yeah. If you're blonde, green is amazing. If you're dark, green is amazing. Um, green for sure has something. I, I, I feel like when you wear green, people stop in their tracks and like, wow, that's a nice color. I just think green has some, yellow is a very uplifting color. 
yellow. And I think when you wear yellow or lemon, it can have that mood of being lovely and bright and just like lovely. And it's like spring is in the air. It could be in the depths of winter and you're wearing yellow and it's like, oh, it's spring. <laughs> um, and I'm just trying to think, but then it, black looks great on everyone too. Black is another color that everyone loves because everyone knows it suits them. It doesn't matter who you are, what color, race, hair, color, whatever. Black looks good on everyone. Um, so yeah, I, I, th- I think those colors, um, if you're a neutral person though, that even if you don't like color, you'll probably stick to your grays and your beiges and your whites and your blacks, you know, but then that for you, they're good on you. But if you like color, um, I think I love green and I love yellow. Oh, I love blue too. Oh my God. This is really, that's a really hard question. <laughs> that's a really hard question. Uh, well, yeah. What, what's the trend in terms of colors uh, for this summer? Ooh, good question. It kind of changes. So definitely the neon, the neon green is huge that neon like pop of color um and especially for summer holidays it's really big um and blue isn't this um the 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 year of the you know every year it's the pantone the, uh, the pantone that's it um i think it was a shade of blue wasn't it's it the pantone this year when was the purple was it last year the purple was last year wasn't it it was like a lilac wasn't um, that light yeah you know you know what i actually think is a lovely color too and it's so underrated is like a coral you know like a coral yes. color that I feel looks good on everyone that shade of coral yeah. it's like pinky undertones but it's like more like salmon like a salmon color yeah I think that's so flattering as a color on most people so apparently this year the Pantone is more like um that color so it's a blue yeah light I thought it was like a blue it's nice I like that that's like a um, cornflower blue Cornflower. Corn, I would call that cornflower blue. Okay. Yeah. Um, which also it's lovely. It's like periwinkle or something they call yeah. it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, I suppose it's like anything goes. I don't think that, I haven't seen a set like this is the color everyone's going to be wearing this summer. I haven't seen that anywhere actually funny enough. Now that, now that you mention it actually, um, I'm finding green is everywhere. And especially like bright, bright green. It's But very green, as you said, is your color. Each time I love you color. wear green, I'm I always it. like, wow. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, I would love to be able to wear green like that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm going back to my white and <laughs> my That's pair okay of jeans. That's okay too. I think I, Zara, I, you know, I look at, I'm picking one high street store here, but Zara is always a very good indication of trends because mm-hmm. Zara is very much a high street store that, that does follow trends and it follows the catwalk a lot. But, um, and in terms of color, they're always really up there with the trends. And lately they've done, they've done great with their color blocking, like the bright, bright orange and the bright greens and the blues. Um, And I think everyone loved that collection. And that's kind of a good indicator of what's in trend color-wise. So I think the bright block colors are doing very well at the moment, mm, for mm. sure. Yeah. Um, I was reading your last article on Ramona. Yes. And I love the, um, I love the, the angle that you took on saying that it's not because you're 40s that you cannot wear this or that or you know the shoes you know being that way or I don't mm-hmm. have exactly you know like the full article like uh, in mind but um, do you feel that women today are restricting themselves based on their age yeah like in terms of fashion what they can wear yeah I think totally think people are I think it's like they're listening to too many people or they're watching things and going, oh, I'm too old for that. Or I could never wear that. And they don't think they can pull it out. It, I, I really do think it's a, a confidence thing. Mm. I really, really do think it's all down to confidence. And, um, you know, and sometimes I feel like, like fake it till you make it. <laughs> like, even if you just pretend you're confident because then you will, probably will be. But um, yeah, like, look, There are certain things like over the age of 40, oh my God, you're not, you know, wouldn't be seen dead in a miniskirt or um, I wouldn't be seen dead in a bikini, you know. But you know what? The way I look at it these days now, inclusivity is huge. Um, you know, b- brands being inclusive of everyone and like not photoshopping their campaigns and using people of all sizes and colors and you know disabilities is uh, that's been a game changer and I think when people see that online 
and in stores and they see a bit of themselves in people, it kind of has given them the confidence now to kind of like, oh, okay, well, look at her. She's gray hair. Mm -hmm. She's about 60, whatever. And she looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if she can look that good, I can look good. So I think that's been a huge thing. Um, And then, you know, I, I just wouldn't listen to the, I suppose, old wives tales of fashion. You know, if you, my own thing is, if you think you look good and you're wearing something and you have the legs or you have great pair of boobs, I mean, show them off. Like, you know, why not? You know, I mean, if anything, you're like pleasing yourself and that's the most important thing. You have to love yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I feel that, um, or maybe I can only talk about myself, but obviously, you know, when you have kids, I mean, your body's changing so much. Like you gain weight, you lose mm-hmm. weight. When, you, when you're losing weight now after pregnancy, then if you have another child, then you're gaining weight again and then you're losing again. So your body is in constant mm-hmm. like constraint or fluctuation. Yeah, fluctuation, yeah. And, uh, and sometimes it can be difficult just to find yourself, you know, in, mm-hmm. like in the body that you're, yeah. you are and to accept. Yeah, you feel that. like... Oh, you had this dress a year ago and now it doesn't, it doesn't fit you. So you just throw that away or, you know, you just kind of like feel like you have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe that fits you. And yeah, I know it is hard. I think the whole weight gain is quite a, a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Um, and, and the pressure that we're getting, as yeah. I know from social media, mm-hmm. as you were saying, like, you know, there, there is inclusivity, mm-hmm. but I feel that we need even more inclusivity yeah. because, totally. like, for instance, no, your body is different than yeah. mine, like in terms of shape, or yeah. it can be different from my, na- my neighbors, yeah. or etc. Or from um, uh, a woman that is in her twenties, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you know she is thin. It's yeah. just like you know, there can be like any form yeah. and shape, you know. Yeah, of exactly. The body Some people can be bigger boned than others, you exactly, know, and it's yeah. like, um, but like sometimes like little tr- like tricks of styling can help with that like things like high-waisted trousers and you know the way crop tops are everywhere at the moment like you mean you, you go into any store and it's like crop tops everywhere it's like oh my god like it's, it's everything just appealing to 18 year olds but you know you can wear a crop top if you are clever enough and you wear high-waisted trousers or high-waisted shorts or a skirt and then you can wear your crop top and nothing's on show mm-hmm. so you can still wear it you know it's just a matter of knowing what's how to put things with certain things mm. you know things like if you don't like your arms and a lot of people don't like their arms um and but you want to wear a vest top well then put a, sh- a blazer over your shoulders if you're going out so your 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 arms are still covered but you're you're still wearing a vest top you know there's like little things um things like wrap dresses are great for all shapes and sizes all ages you so, know you know what and that's an interesting thing um i've i've loved in the past like the wrap dress that mm-hmm. you know you just yeah. do like this right but then i realized that on picture so i look like super thin from the top yeah and like um wider on the bottom do you we mean can, wider at the hips yes yeah, so. just like a little bulk yeah yeah, that could be the, there could be a lot of material in the dress. So it's adding bulk around mm. the middle. Um, yeah, I thought that it was quite like super th- simple, but yeah, so I mean. Yeah, yeah, I I do. Th- yeah, it could be the actual dress and how mm. that's made, the wrap dress, you mm. know, and the type of material. Mm. Are you like tying the ribbon to the back or yeah. to the side? Uh, to the side. Yeah, yeah. I bet it still looks nice in you. I don't know. I think you're probably, you're probably looking down at yourself going, no. And then anyone else looking at you goes, wow, she looks great in that dress. <laughs> you know, that the thing is that I've realized is we see ourselves in a certain way yeah. that other people are seeing it completely different way. Mm-hmm. So you might think that, oh, I'm, you know, I look fat or whatever. Yeah. Well, actually you're not. No. No, you're not. You Exactly. It's this perception that we all have of each other, you know, of ourselves. Like we have to, I really do think it starts from yourself. You have to love yourself. Mm. Like, you know, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we're, and like, sometimes I can be hard myself. I can be really like, you know, but then you realize, you know what, Irene, if, and it, it's the age old saying, if you want someone else to love you, you need to love yourself too, you know, and it's so important. Um, to love yourself because once you do that shines through and then you'll have you'll know that whatever you wear looks good on you yeah I, th- I really I, I it's all down to confidence and loving yourself I mm. think when you're wearing even when you when you want to feel good about yourself yeah 
I definitely do think so. What are the what are the big it's not really like a trend, but yeah. I would say maybe what are the um items or things that you need to have in your wardrobe either for this summer or for just in general, like in 2020, what do you think of like the... For this year? Yeah. For, for year. like for this summer? Yeah. To get you through the summer? Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe if you can pick like three. Three things. Okay. Linen. Anakin no, no. linen. I've Anakin. seen a lot of linen. Linen is like literally exploded this year. I don't know what, for some reason I've just seen it more and more and more. Yeah. And it's great because yeah. I love it. It's natural. It's a great, it's a great sustainable fabric and it's, It's just really, really good. Look, I mean, yes, ironing can be a bit of a thing, but not if you like hang it up in your bathroom and let the steam naturally iron it if you're on holidays yeah. or then just get a steamer, you know, it's, yeah. you know, so um, linen, anything linen, it dresses, pants, yeah. shorts, everything. Linen was a big thing. I mean, I used to wear a lot of linen 20, 25 years mm -hmm. ago. I think something like that. Okay. And then, as you said, like, you know, because I had to iron it like all the time. I, I know, like, oh, but I think it's getting better and better. Like, mm. for example, like Marks and Spencer's and Banana Republic, there are two stores. And I, just because I work with those and I know there are a lot of their products inside out. And, a lot, you know, if it's not 100% linen, it's linen blend. And a lot of those, uh, their linens are easy to iron. And it says it on the actual tags, easy to iron. I'm like, brilliant sold it's like you know um and it's just such a cool fabric to wear because you are it naturally cools your body and you and especially now this month it's gone so hot so and I think it's even hotter weather on the way by the way so um linen hands down anything linen it's just going to be your number one it looks great on holidays it looks great in Dubai um it's probably the most important materials fabric to wear here that would be my first second you're going to laugh at this one a cord you know I love a cord <laughs> a coordinated piece an outfit yes if it matches I'm for it um and of course Zara very good with their cords if you're going to probably look for one I'd say head there or head online um I just love how versatile cohorts are you can wear them with different items in your wardrobe they look dressed great dressed up or dressed down with heels with runners I just think it's an instant outfit in one and you're done just take it out you're done your outfit's done yeah love a cord I was at Zara the other day yeah and I saw one of the cord that you had like you know it was like a Coachella um is it like the short the shorts the sh one with white. the red and oh no, no the, the Coachella one yes, yes so. I love that one and I was like oh, am I taking it or not Am I, am I going to try it? <laughs> I'm surprised because it's white. You should have, you love white. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but then, then I was in another mood. I had like, you know, certain things that I wanted to get. And, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. I love that. I love a cord. I, uh, yeah. So that would be my number two. Okay. Right. Number three. Now, this is going to be controversial. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there first. Okay. And nobody shoot me down. Okay. Over this, but hear me out. <laughs> Go ahead. Crocs. <laughs> I know, I know, in particular yellow ones. Yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah, just, yeah, Crocs, right. I, Crocs are like so cool. Like nobody understands my love of Crocs and they don't understand how amazing they are. A, they're the most comfortable shoe ever. They are. Ever, right? B, all the 17, 18 year olds are wearing them. They are in, they are on trend. Are they? they are big. It's back. Oh, back with a bang. Back, I mean like, um, Is it Gucci? Gucci did a collaboration with them. Justin Bieber just did a collaboration with them. They are the coolest thing. Talk about a brand turning themselves around to being the most hideous shoe ever to now the most sought after shoe. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, I work actually my my day job, my daytime job in social media. I work in, a, let's just say, um, a place where lots of young children are uh, and teenagers. And it is they're like the latest is like crocs with socks but they look so cool they look so cool um so would you wear that yeah i do wear that and you would wear that i have i have worn that i have it on my instagram everything i have i have a tie-dye pair of crocs and i wear them all the time going out anywhere i wear them to the mall i wear them everywhere and they're even more comfortable with socks and i'm now after a yellow pair i know trust me 
everyone's gonna be wearing crocs soon everyone yeah i'm not sure i'm going to go down that way (laughs) that is my number one my number my number three item for the summer crocs um but i just think they go they're so cool they go with your cords they go with linen mm. it's like a whole outfit you're sorted in yellow <laughs> yellow i would yeah yellow or lilac yellow they are really just so they are honestly they are my favorite shoe at the moment <laughs> but yeah where do you get all your inspirations because i see like you are mm-hmm. um posting every day or nearly every day I, I'm busy at the moment especially yeah. during the week I'm like I'm actually at the moment taking one day off Instagram because I feel like I need mentally I need a break from it mm. so at the moment I'm like taking Sundays off from just from everything and then I have a lot of uh, collabs and brand work happening at the moment so at, in the week then I'm like bam 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 trying to get the content out so yeah like I'm posting mostly every day at the moment during the week mm. yeah it's busy um, so where do you mean where do I get my inspiration yeah. for my own style? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, I, a little bit on Instagram, I would say, TikTok, mm. because, I mean, TikTok is ahead of the game, isn't it? It's ahead of Instagram. It's always, it's where the trends are born yeah. it, these days. It's where the, the music is born. It's where the fashion is born and the latest hacks are born. So probably TikTok, um, a bit on Instagram, but lo- mainly for Instagram, it's a lot of, um, I follow a lot of fashionistas in the UK and Ireland. And I love seeing what they're wearing um, because they're very seasonal um, style gurus you know so they're wearing what's in fashion for say winter or autumn whereas here it's like all year round whereas I'm the type of person I'm I like I love the trends so if it's wearing like a sheepskin jacket in the middle of March I would probably wear it here because I love I love the season trends yeah um so probably a bit of that online and then everything else street style I love just people watching like uh, in Dubai if you go to somewhere like I don't know, like JBR or even Dubai Mall. And you sit somewhere and you people watch. It's amazing what you can see. And then in Dubai Mall, especially, you have so many tourists from all over the world. And you can just see what everyone's wearing. I love it. Yeah. So probably a bit of people watching, a bit of street style, and then a bit online. So do you see, like, so we were talking about, like, you know, the tourists, you know, in Dubai Mall. Are you able to identify nationalities based on yeah. the outfit? Yeah, totally. So Oh totally. Like I you could nearly spot a French person a mile away. That's like harsh. I know, because they're so amazingly chic and put together. And you're just like, How? How did they do that? Just like did they wake up like that? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, I can. I can and you know what, if I sport if I see a very uh, this is, it's a quite a generalization, but see, say an Irish person or a UK, you know, British person, they would look probably very trendy, really cool, like on trend, because they've probably gone and bought themselves a little summer wardrobe or wardrobe for coming to Dubai. And you think, oh, okay, they're like, I love that. That's like, but they did that for coming to Dubai because they were coming to Dubai on holidays. Yeah. So that, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the main, a lot of the main tourists Everyone else, I mean, they're probably from Dubai anyway, so like, <laughs> we live here, so I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think that's how I'd kind of like look at them and think, yeah, mm. definitely the French, mm. definitely. Very just put together. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that today I'm put together. <laughs> it's just in you guys. I don't know what it is. Um, so you were saying that uh, fashion is bringing you uh, joy, uh, and probably as well, uh, I mean, joy and feeling good about yourself. Yeah. Um, in, in this podcast, like Beauty C vous plaît, indeed, you know, we, we talk about everything that will feel good, you know, from inside to outside, uh, obviously being a makeup artist mm-hmm. and, uh, and a beauty lovers. I mean, what are, your three favorite beauty products like can be like skincare, makeup or hair care or anything or treatment. Okay. So first of all, 
this has been such a hard question. I know you gave me this question in, in advance so I could prepare. But like when it came down to it, I was just like, how am I going to pick three items? I love a lot of items. Yeah. So I did though, and I, I did bring them with me. Yes. <laughs> I know it's so funny they're all like I bought a bag it's like a bag of makeup but I actually bought so many I'm still trying to decide right so okay will I tell you what number one is right this is skincare yes I love skincare skincare is the basic for everything it I love a cleansing balm okay I love a cleansing balm balm sorry balm Balm. um and this is the Eve Lum cleansing balm and I, it is beautiful. I don't know this brand. Oh Where's, my God. Where is it coming I from? remember buying, I bought this in Australia and I remember just reading so much amazing things about it. And I bought it actually a good few years ago before cleansing balms were even really big business as they are now. Like every brand has a cleansing balm. And it came with a beautiful muslin cloth. And mm. it's like, I just love the feeling after a full day removing your makeup. So I remove it with micellar water. Um, so I always double cleanse. So I do, I use my micellar water first, then I put on my balm and it's like a soothing balm and I feel like it just goes into the pores and it's so like so beautiful and smelling lovely and soft. And then you get your, your, your muslin with like warm water and it's like being at a spa, you know, when they take off your cleanser with a lovely um, hot face cloth, it's just like that. And I feel so clean afterwards. Um, And it's just like, sorry, it's a bit... uh, so you can see it now. So I'm going to smell it. Smells like quite citrusy, but mm, it's very I love it. yeah. Um, but it's very rich, and yeah. I feel like it also moisturizes my skin mm. as it cleans my skin. So yeah, no, I love it, and it's such a lovely brand. Actually, I feel like. Can you find it in Dubai? I know Sephora might have it. I mean, I normally buy it in Ireland when I go home, okay. like I buy it online yeah. or Cult Beauty or somewhere like that. Yeah, so people yeah, can buy it from Cult yeah, Beauty and get it shipped. Yeah, exactly. And if, when I go to Australia, when we go to my husband's family, um, I buy it there usually also. They, they sell it there. So, okay. um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful brand yeah. and it's, it's a lovely product yeah. and it lasts so long. Like you'll have this for a long time. Amazing. So, so that's number one. Um. Second is makeup. So I tried to like, <laughs> I tried to go into the different categories because I thought I couldn't just pick one from the same skincare range. So the next is makeup. And this is a brand that I absolutely love. And it's because I have older skin. I feel like what she's done for women with older skin in the makeup world and skincare range now, skincare world is amazing. It's, yeah. Sorry, you're saying that you have her older skin or mattress skin, yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. But you look fantastic. Oh you God. look radiant and... Thank you. Yeah, honestly, it's... Uh, I ha- do try and look after my skin. Yeah. But um, like I do love... And I stay out of the sun as much as I can mm-hmm. and wear my SPF and everything. But um, yeah, no, and, and, and I do love, like you, I love products and I love, yeah, um, trying to find the best for your skin yeah. to give it, you know, the best. But no, thank you. But, but this is... Um, it's Trini. Yes. And I love what she does. I love her. And as a also stylist, she's probably one of a person that I would look up to a lot. Mm. The way she would just like pick an outfit from Zara. I feel like there's a lot of me in her. Yeah. The way she does the fashion. I, yeah. I, I've heard so much for the past few years about Trini, Trini London. You need to try. And I need Laura, to try like more and more people are telling me about this. And yeah. I'm just like, I need to get some. So I have a lot of her collection because I just kept buying and buying because I was like, oh my God, that's new. Yeah, I need to get that. Oh, I need, and I'd, I have the full stack and, you know, it's great for traveling with actually. It's so compact. So um, it's just so small and compact and you just do your makeup really fast. And I love how, I love the application process of the brand, of the products. It's all with your finger. And I love that. I love just like mixing things at my fingers and dabbing it on your face. So in with the Trini collection, um, my favorite favorite is the BFF cream. Now these, I, I brought two with me, but because one is light and one is medium. And I sometimes mix both of them together. And I put them on under my foundation or you can just wear them alone. It, you can wear it both ways. And it gives the most amazing dewy complexion to your skin like it's like it's take it takes about 10 years off your skin honestly it's beautiful product like I'm nearly running out and I'm kind of sparingly using it at the moment because I don't want to run out um but this is divine and 
this was hard between this and Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. Yeah. And Trini had the edge for me. The Flawless Filter is amazing under makeup, but the Trini has a lot more. It's It works either on its own or under the makeup. And you have to try this. I have These to try, These are yes. amazing, Laurie. Amazing products. Mm. Her, they're beautiful formulas, I would say, in her, her makeup. Is it easy to find your own shade? I have to say the website's excellent. Okay. Excellent. Like you're a bit like, oh, how am I going to do this? But the way they've devised that website is genius. Like it's so user-friendly mm. and you can basically find someone exactly same tone as you. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so that's what it looks like on them. That's what it's going to look like on me. Mm. Um, and I, I used the website to buy my products and they've all been perfect. And I, the um, the creamy eyeshadows are great. You just put them on with your um, with your little finger and dab them, and they last all day. They're wow. great, yeah. So definitely recommend anything Trini. Just start with the BFF. Okay. If you're going to start off, get the BFF. It's the cult, the cult seller. So uh, the BFF is is, uh, is a kind of illuminating cream. Yeah, it's like oh, a, it's not a B. Oh, it's, is it yeah, a it's a skin cream? perfector. Okay, so CC cream. Yeah, but yeah, it would say like a yeah. CC cream, but it, it could wear it on its own. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it would probably be around like a CC cream. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's a great um, for giving the luminosity to your yeah. skin. Yeah. And so number three, so I've done so I've done the the skincare, the makeup, and now I'm moving on to the hair. Ooh. Right now, this is. Do you know this brand? Yeah. So he's yes. in Dubai. Yes. Yes. So this is Rossano Ferretti. Yeah. He's Italian, famous Italian hairdresser. Okay. And he has, yeah. I think he has a couple of uh, salons in Dubai now yeah, and in Abu Dhabi. Three, five, yeah. something like that. I know there's one in the Park Hyatt. You have, so you have one in Park Hyatt, you have one in District 1. So oh. uh, Mohammed bin Rashid City, District 1. Oh, okay. You have one probably on Jumeirah, al something like that. I if, the, if it's still there, it was always in Jumeirah Beach Road, yeah. yeah. And then I think he's one in Abu Dhabi. Probably. So I remember going to the one in Jumeirah years ago when it opened. And I remember getting my hair cut with the hairdressers there. And they have their, spe he has a special way of cutting. He's all about the natural flow of the hair. It's amazing. Like, it's like this special kind of like, his, going to his salon, I would say it's like going, it's, it's an experience. Mm. It's more so than just going in to get your hair cut. It's an actual experience. And all the hairdressers, are trained yeah. to cut like yeah. his way yes yeah it's a special way it's the Rosano Ferretti way and like it's nearly like an art form like the way they hold the hair and the scissors and it's like quite like to watch them it's quite like an art form it's amazing so I was actually gifted this hair mask in um I think it was with Tish Tash it was like a box a Christmas box you know the um the 12 days of Christmas box whatever and so I just started using it this is the best hair mask I've ever put on my hair, ever. I, my hair is, I can't explain how amazing my hair is after using it. Like so much, so I want to go now to the salon and buy a full bottle. <laughs> um, now it says it has keratin, shea butter and green tea. But I put it on for 10 minutes, let it soak into my hair, wash it out. My hair is so soft, so manageable, no frizz. It's just beautiful. I just can't explain. I don't know whatever's in this is amazing. So, okay, so that's another one next on my list. Yes. Um, yeah. And I will be going back there. And if you're, if you're listening, Rosano Ferrati, I need more hair mask. <laughs> um, so, and, and so they're my three products, I think for now, I'll change my mind in about two minutes, but for now they're my three. <laughs> I love them. And I love them because, uh, I'm discovering new products new with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely. I like, I would say from the three, for sure, the Trini London is next on my list. Definitely. You're, definitely. you're going to love it, even to add to your kit, to your makeup kit. Yeah. Yeah, you would love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Irene, we are getting Did you, close to the... Yeah. Did you want me to tell you my one product? Oh, yes, please. Yes. I what forgot, is the I one product the that one you product always have with you? I forgot to bring it with me because I was using it this morning. Okay. So you, that just goes to show how much I use it. <laughs> um, my one product that I always have with me, and if I don't have it, I start getting itchy, is Benefit My Brow, my precisely my brow pencil. Ah. It's like my most used product ever, ever. 
the spoilie on that is just amazing. Yeah. It's like the best spoilie ever. Yeah. And I go, I buy a, a new pencil, I'd say once a month. So this is the thin one? Thin one, the very thin one, the long thin one. And I usually get around between shade 4.5 to 5 every time. Yeah. And I, it's just great for touch-ups. I do my eyebrows in the morning. I feel like when my eyebrows are done, I'm done. Like yeah. I'm completely done then. Yeah. And it's just a great product. It's a great little tool. I find the Benefit Brow products are great anyway. But this one, I can't live without. I cannot live without it. And if they ever discontinue it, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I've yeah. been using Benefit for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say try to uh, use as well the Anastasia. Oh, I, I do have Anastasia. Yeah. The I have the Brow Promade. I never use it. Yeah, but not the pomade. You because they also have like a thin pencil, Ooh. a brow, uh, brow, 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 brow pencil with pencil. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll get to. Is like it like the it. the benefit one? It's like the benefit one. Yes. Oh, I might need to try that. Yeah. and I like it because it's it. Um, yeah, it's super easy to to use as well. I so might try that. That's an alternative. Yeah, because I do love Anastasia. So yeah. I this for me, the the benefit one is just I know it so well and I just always have yeah. to have it. Yeah. If I do, if I start running out, I get like a bit angst. I'm like, oh, oh God, I need to get Sephora. Yeah. I need to go like I need to get it now. So yeah, that's my one product. I mean, I w- I would say honestly, like for any brow products, benefits or Anastasia. Yeah. Those would be like my go-to. Brilliant. Well, I'm on the right track then if you're saying that. Indeed. So I'm delighted. <laughs> delighted. <laughs> um, so we're getting to towards the end of oh. this episode with Irene. Oh, um, so much fun. If, uh, okay. Which person that you know would you like to see as a next guest on Ooh, this that podcast. I know yeah in Dubai in Dubai or somewhere else somewhere else you've had a good few people on already haven't you yeah and I'm getting like indeed like amazing but amazing people but yeah mm, let me just think um and I know you had Lauren on I yeah said, I, I can't even Lauren, say Lauren yeah. now um I'm just trying to think now. So someone about is beauty or does it matter? Like, like in terms of... It would of be like indeed about like beauty, but again, no, it's everything that, you know, make you feel good about yourself, make you feel like beautiful about yourself. It can be like inside out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. That's a really hard one. But I love this question. It's, um, I'm trying to think now who would... Um, yeah, I, I, I must actually, I actually, funny enough, haven't met her myself. This is weird now I'm going to say this, but I've started writing for this, the magazine, The Ethicalist. Yes. And Anthea, who is the founder of the magazine, um, I'm loving what she's trying to do at the moment. She's trying to really, I mean, this is a fantastic magazine and platform a digital platform, all things sustainable and ethical. And the way they, even their Instagram is beautiful. And their magazine is beautiful. Um, you like if you read my latest magazine, it's about how to start a slow wardrobe. But like, I love what she's trying to do. It's kind of like she's trying to really change the narrative yeah. when it comes to all things beauty, fashion, lifestyle, everything. I think she'd be an interesting, amazing. Uh, yeah, I really think she'd be a good one. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean. I- I must say that sustainability is a big thing at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, clean beauty, um, uh, sustainable, you know, yeah. fashion as yeah. well. Everyone, like sustainability, we're going that way. Yeah, yeah. And we have to. Yeah, I we think she'd, to. yeah, be a good addition to your series. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'll, int- I'll introduce you. Yes. I'll send, yeah, yeah, over email or something. We'd love to. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, Irene, where can we find you? Ooh, How can we me. reach you? <laughs> Nobody reached me. Nobody messaged me. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> um, I am on Instagram um, at Irene Steel Style. Steel is my married name, but I've ne- I haven't ch- formally changed to Steel. I'm still Irene Feeney because when I was at Emirates, I needed my passport for my job, and I couldn't be bothered handing in my passport. <laughs> <laughs> to change my name so yeah so um, I have so it's Irene Steele style 
It's S-T-W-E-L-E, that style. Um, I'm on TikTok as the same Irene Steele style. And where else? That's really it, really. The others, I don't really. LinkedIn, I suppose. I'm not really on that much. <laughs> I should be. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I will share some of the video that uh, I really love, like what you have created no, on, oh, uh, on the thank you. Uh, Beauty See Who Play podcast yeah. uh, Instagram page. Amazing. Um, but Erin, thank you thank so much. Oh, thank you. I, I, I had so much fun, honestly. This yeah. is like, I felt like I'm literally at, at a radio station <laughs> and you're the DJ. It's like... <laughs> Well, I'm not DJing, but yeah, that, that's the setup, like yeah. with the, mi the mics and the headphones. I love it. Yeah. Even like, listen, I can hear my own voice yes. through the earphones and it's not as cringy as I thought. So yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you for having me. It was so, I love the questions and yeah, I hope I did them justice. The yeah, questions. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> We had so much fun yeah, and uh, thank, thank you. you for bringing that joy and into fashion and oh, uh, being who you are. Thank you. And uh, please keep on creating like those reels I videos <laughs> where we all like having, you know, that moment of laughter when, uh, like, when we need it. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. I will. I will. It'll be my mission. I will. Thank you, Irene. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. If you enjoy it, please rate it with five stars, leave a comment and share it with at least two of your friends. This will help the podcast to be more visible and high in the rank. I cannot wait to have you in my next episode to talk more about beauty. In the meantime, take care of yourself and remember, be your own kind of beautiful. <laughs>